Today on The Girl Defined Show, I have something extra special planned for you guys. We're going to kind of take a turn and do something a little bit out of the ordinary. I'm bringing my husband, Zach, on to have a super down-to-earth, just kind of life update conversation. It's going to be fun. We're going to dig into questions about where we are today, what our family life looks like, um, how our marriage has changed, dynamics, what life is like for us as kind of instant parents. We're now a year and a half into our adoption, so obviously a lot has changed. And we're going to share some of the unexpected joys that we've experienced over the year past year and a half, and then some of the unexpected challenges, Um, some of the cutest moments that we've had with our boys. We're going to talk about just all of that fun stuff. It's going to be super chill, and Zach is really sweet to come on and have this conversation with us. But I do want to let you guys know that if you want to hear more specifically about our adoption journey, that whole process, we're not really going to dig into that today. Um, But you can definitely just search in our podcast for past episodes. Zach and I have done a few different updates on kind of our infertility, recurrent miscarriage journey, and then another episode all about our adoption, that whole process from Ukraine, what that looked like. So definitely just do a search and you can find those episodes in the archives. Also, if you want to take a deep dive into our story and just in general, what it means for you to trust God with the longings of your heart, with the unknowns in your life, with desires that you have that are still unmet or prayers that you have that you feel like are still unanswered, then I would really encourage you to grab a copy of the book that Bethany and I recently released together called Not Part of the Plan, Trusting God with the Twists and Turns of Your Story. And this book is, quite frankly, the most honest and raw take for each of us of the past decade of each of our lives, um, trusting God, struggling, desiring things that God was not giving us, and then learning how to find true contentment, true fulfillment, true hope in our relationship with Jesus, even in the midst of those desires going unmet. And so for Bethany, it was a decade of singleness, longing for marriage. For me, it was a decade of being married and longing for children and and God not giving us that gift and then ultimately redirecting our steps toward international adoption. And I share all about that in the book, Not Part of the Plan. So if you're walking through something hard, if you're struggling to trust God, regardless of your age or season of life, I know you will find Not Part of the Plan super encouraging. So grab a copy on our website if you want to grab one for you or a friend, um, girldefined.com slash shop. It's on Amazon or anywhere where books are sold. And honestly, if you can get it free from your library, that's great too, because I think just get this book in your hands. It's going to be such an encouragement to you. Okay, without further ado, let's dive into my conversation with Zach. Hey, sisterhood, I'm Kristen, and this is... Zach. I'm back. <laughs> Zach is back. I've been trying to get him to come on, you know, for a while. He's very willing, but our schedules are crazy, so it's hard. So welcome to the Girl of Fight Show. I'm so glad to be here. This is the first time I've been here after the revamp. Oh, like. yes, yes, yes. Since we've gone video podcasting. Yeah. Hey, nice. welcome like to the it. video. Everything. <laughs> So like I said in the intro, we're just going to be giving a really personal update and I'm going to focus a lot of the questions on you, perfect, babe, because you guys love to hear from him. And a lot of times you have questions for Zach, you'll like DM me or if I do a question box, you'll have questions for him, but you're not really, you know, around as much. So (laughs) this will be your chance. Let's do it. So one thing though, I want to kick it off is a lot of you have asked what, like where I've gone on my personal Instagram account. You're like, you're AWOL, you're nowhere to be found. What's going on? I kind of disappeared. Oh, wow. Okay. Zach's not really on Instagram, so he doesn't know these things. (laughs) But I've been just kind of like laying low. And I shared this in a Q and A a couple weeks ago, but it's really been intentional because social media, I, I have like a love hate relationship with it. I love it for connecting with all of you. And I love being able to share authentically and just real life stuff that's going on. But then at the same time, it's kind of like 
you always have to update, right? Like that you always need a new post and there's always like something else you can do. And I just felt like with all that we had going on with the adoption and becoming parents and transitioning life as a family of four, I really wanted my focus, my attention to just be in the here and now, like with the people in front of me, not even thinking about social media, not even worrying about what I'm going to post or share any of that stuff. So I've been intentionally laying low, but I am excited to kind of get back on here pretty soon mm. and start sharing more life stuff with you guys on my personal Instagram. So that's like my that. intention. Way to go. Way to be intentional. <laughs> that was on purpose. But for those of you who are like, oh, I'm new here. You know, I don't really know what y'all are talking about, your adoption. Do you want to give like a super fast flyover, like bird's eye view no, on- No, you're better at fly, fast and flyover. Oh, you I'm- You give the flyover, then I'll answer the I'm questions. Fa- I'm like, go too long. Okay. So super fast in a nutshell. Zach and I have been married for 11 and a half years now. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we were not able to have kids for the whole, like our whole marriage. So we went through- a journey. We're still on this journey of infertility. We've had recurrent miscarriages in the past and just longing to be parents, but that not happening. And God really, a couple years ago, redirected our hearts, I would say, like a 180 through a book that we both read called Adopted for Life by Russell Moore. And it really changed our perspective on adoption, on parenthood, on a, the journey to parenthood, and just open our hearts to God maybe having adoption for us and us seeing that as a beautiful thing that is so like, has so much gospel in it that I had never really even thought about before until I read that book. And so we went on a journey of like praying and God led us to the country of Ukraine through connections of my sister marrying a Ukrainian. And then we ended up going over there and bringing back our two boys. So brothers, siblings, and they were ages 10 and six when we brought them home and now they're 12 and eight. Um, so we went from no kids for 10 years to two older boys instantly. So like instant family and everything changed like like that. <laughs> and now we are, as we record this, we're, we're a little over a year and a half in post adoption, right? Mm-hmm. Does that timeline sound light? So yep. one of the questions we get a lot is how has life changed for us since becoming instant parents? How has it not changed? I know. It's, I mean, what, how has it changed for you? Wow. Um, well, I think, I think it's changed significantly in the sense that it's not just the two of us anymore. Yeah. There are four of us. So anytime it's like, Oh, let's go, let's go out to eat. Let's go, you know, do X, Y, or Z. And it's always like, Oh yeah, (laughs) we now have two boys that are part of our family. Either we take them or we got to figure out how to take care of them. Right. Right. Childcare wasn't something we had to ever think about before. Not a bit. I mean, it's been 10 years of just the two of us. And so we've had tremendous flexibility. So I'd say the biggest thing has changed is we are now much less flexible (laughs) on just doing, we were kind of like last minute people, right? Yeah. 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 Just go do this and let's go do this and Mm -hmm. plan a trip and whatever. And now it's not like that, Yeah, but that's okay. We have two boys. Yes. Okay. How has it changed for you specifically as like a man going from being just a man to a dad man? man. (laughs) Well, I mean, being a father is, I I think it's been a lot more fun than I had imagined. Yeah. It's been a lot more fun because you have two little guys who are Mm -hmm. looking up to you who think you hung the moon. Somehow they think you hung the moon. I don't even know how that happened. Y'all, they love Zach. They love both of us. They're so affectionate. They love you so much. And they, they literally every day, anything he is into, he does, he expresses an interest in, he says they are his minis. Like they adore you. It's so cute. I mean, it's, it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. And that's been an adjustment for me. Like, wait a minute. I, this is my thing. This is what I'm doing. 
no, this is what all three of us are doing now. <laughs> yes. Um, and so if you have the right perspective about that, how awesome is that? How yeah. cool is that to have, like, I love bow hunting. So these two boys have picked up bow hunting and absolutely love it. So they are now, every time we go hunting, they're with me, right? They're just right there in the tree doing whatever I'm doing, talking. Oh, I mean, that's awesome. I yes. have hunting partners for life. I, know. I used to do it by myself. So, I mean, that's just one of the ways. I think, you know, as a father, you baseball, you've got football, you've got soccer. So those mm-hmm. things that like playing catch in the front yard or throwing the football, I mean, those are things that I never did. Yeah. And now I, if I said, let's go play catch in the front yard oh my every night for three hours, they'd be like, okay, let's go. You know, yes. We're, we're in. Let's do it. So, I mean, that's awesome. That's that's the fun side of it, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. That's the fun side. And your his his hunting hobby, as I jokingly call it, used to just be you going hunting, and it was always like a little. There was a little bit of tension in our yeah. marriage, like oh, hunting How again. Long are you gonna be gone? Okay, you know, like I wanted you to have that, but it was always a little bit like okay. And now that with the boys, I'm like, yes, take them because it's like discipleship, father son. I'm like, this is beautiful. This is amazing. And she gets a break, right? She's, and I get a little yeah, break. Yeah. It's just like all around, so awesome. So win, so. win, win. <laughs> Woo! Let's go hunting. <laughs> would you say, I know this is true for me, would you say your perspective about adoption specifically has grown and changed now on the other side, a year and a half in as an adoptive parent? Oh, yeah. Well, for one, it's way less terrifying. Yes, totally. Right? I mean, and what do you mean by that? Like, were you super scared about it beforehand? Yeah, just uh, terrifying is a, is a very strong word, but like nervous, right? Nervous yeah. about what is on the other side of this big life change? Um, uh, that book Krista mentioned, like that changed our perspective. It, it gave us the gospel view of what this mm. is. And so on the spiritual side, we're like all in, like, let's do this. This is great. Um, emotionally, we're excited about it. And then practically speaking, you're kind of still like, okay, this is a big life change. Yeah. What is this going to look like? How are these boys going to fit into our family? What happens in, you know, oh, we wake up in the morning. What what does that look like? Okay, what happens at in the evening times? How does mm-hmm, our life mm-hmm. change? All the things that we were so used to over 10 years mm-hmm. of marriage together um, are now going to be including these two boys. And so there's just the unknown factor. Right, It's right. unknown. You don't know what it's going to look like. So- I was nervous. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you don't know yeah. if you're going to connect, if you're going to, yeah. you know, they, during our adoption training leading up to the adoption, they, our agency was great on giving us a ton of resources, materials, required training, hours and hours of courses and videos and training and like live workshops that we had to attend to prepare ourselves for whatever might come our way. Anything. Post adoption, anything from A to Z, from easy things to really hard, complicated things. And so we honestly going into it felt a little overwhelmed. And that's like, and I think that's, that's why was all that training. It yeah. was really good, but it was also a like, little overwhelming. Oh gosh, if this happens or that happens, oh, I don't know what like, I'm going to do. How are we going to do this? Yeah. yeah, we know we'll get through it, but wow. And they train you on everything, but no family experiences everything. Everything. Yeah. You experience some of those things, but you feel the weight of everything during the training. So I think that was part of it. And then we brought the boys home. And we weren't experiencing most of what we had been trained for. Of course, we had our our challenges and things we had to work through and transition and ups and downs, but nothing as extreme as some of the things we had been trained for. So yeah. that was kind of a blessing in disguise. And it brought 
the whole like adoption, which felt like this big thing out there down to earth. These are real humans, little boys. We're a family now, like so much of functioning and learning and growing together was just day to day life, just Mm -hmm. one step at a time, not like, whoa, like everything all at once. And so you get into the swing of things, you get into the groove and you just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't quite as on the other side of it. I will say a little compliment to you is that, um, I'm not a very organized person just in, um, life. Like I like things to be organized, like little, <laughs> like I'm organized on my certain areas, but, but your life, truck is really I'm just organized. like, I'm just kind of going and it's just stuff's flying everywhere. Right. And Kristen, however, is very organized in life. And so if Kristen wasn't in our family and we had oh. two boys, it would be a disaster. <laughs> Because if it was just me flying the ship, it would be ugly. I mean, she's setting up boundaries, making clear uh, boundaries for the boys, helping them understand what's what and how this works. And lots of I'm picture like, charts, yeah, especially charts early on when they couldn't understand English. And, oh, lots gosh. of pictures. And I'm sitting there going, "Yes, uh huh, that's yes, <laughs> boys, that listen to your mother. That's exactly what we're doing." It was great. So well done Aww. on that. It helps everything transition much more smoothly. That's really sweet. Um, we make a good team. You you have a lot of really great qualities. Oh, okay, thank <laughs> a you. lot that you bring. Thank you. How would you say our marriage has changed post-adoption, post-kids? 99% of our conversations are about kids, about the boys. <gasps> really? 99%? 90? Like a lot of them, it's true. 90. It makes me wonder what we talked about before. <laughs> uh, we talked about what else we wanted to do, like... What should we do today? Where are we going on a trip? What are we going to do over here? <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, so our conversations. I would agree with that. I That's like true. Like if we're pillow pillow talking at night, you know, yeah. and it's like, how's the day? A lot of it, obviously. Well, my life has changed so much because I'm homeschooling the boys. So we're together all day, every day. And so, yeah, of course, my updates on life at the end of the day are going to include what I did with the kids all day. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So how else has our marriage changed, though? Because – I don't know. I'm thinking of like our, how our date nights have changed. Well, that's how what came to mind, yeah. Our routines, like our I date nights are still high priority for us, but the practical nature of once a week, yeah, throughout the year is is tough to keep up with. Mm-hmm. So we've kind of come up with a little system. We do a date night while they're at a church program, and that worked. That works great. When it's during the semester. Right. And then when it's off, it's like, oh, great. Now we yes. got to get a babysitter or whatever to do a date night. And we do sometimes, but the consistency is there, but it's just a little bit more spotty. Mm-hmm. And we've had to be flexible on the night. Like you said, yeah. we we take advantage. They go to Awana, a church program, and it's awesome. And during that little like hour and a half window while they're there, we'll run and grab a quick dinner and enjoy date night. And then every now and then we'll do an extended date night where one of our family members will bring the boys home, put them to bed, and we're going to have... That's happening this week. That's happening. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So excited. So, okay. That's changed. Anything else like in our marriage that's different? Well, I mean, I think you have a common goal mm. in that you're both working to disciple these two little minds, little hearts. Um, and... That can unify or it can tear you apart. By God's grace, we're very much on the same page. Not to say we don't have disagreements or arguments about how we might do something. Never us. Um, (laughs) But you said we'd make a good team. So when there's one of us that's like thinks one thing and another thinks the other and we're Mm -hmm, pushing back mm -hmm. with each other, um, often that gets us a better 
outcome, yeah. a better discipleship opportunity for the boys. So I think, yeah, that's true. I think the fact that we are, we have a common goal has almost, has really pulled us together and is like, okay, we're going somewhere with this. Yeah, that's and true. We're, we're moving in the same direction. I think it's great. It's, yeah. It's oh, it's good. awesome. Yeah. That's a really good point though. Before it's like, we do have like our, our greatest common goal, making disciples in general, like sharing the gospel living life, you know, life on life with other believers. Like we had that going, but we weren't, we didn't have the aspect of like being a team as parents and raising kids, making disciples of like our own children Mm -hmm. and being so fully invested in that together. That has really changed. And that's been sweet to see. It's been sweet. And I think really what's happened is it's gotten our eyes off of the other person and nitpicking. Mm. There's a risk of like, when it's just the two of you, like, Hey, you're not doing this. You're not doing that. You're not doing this. And yeah, I mean, we want to grow. We're open to growing. We're humble. <laughs> we, we realize we're not perfect human beings, yes. but it gets our eyes off of the imperfections of the other person and the selfishness in that and onto something yeah. that matters <laughs> way more. Yeah. That's raising up future disciples of, of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I mean, sanctifying. Way better. Yeah. It's true. Anything that gets your eyes off of yourself. <laughs> is good at helping us pour out, serve others. Mm -hmm. What would you say is like two questions? You can answer either one first. Like some of the greatest, and I hate using words like the greatest in your whole life, some joys in parenting, because obviously we didn't have, we weren't parents before, so we weren't able to experience specific Mm -hmm. joys in parenting. And then some of the challenges, Mm -hmm. maybe even unexpected challenges. Oh, Which one boy. do you want to answer first? I'll, I'll do Joyce, so <laughs> okay. I just don't jump into the challenges. <laughs> Joyce, I, one thing I did not expect was that um, these boys are—they're so affectionate. Oh, I know. They are so affectionate. They just love holding your hand, yes. sitting right next to you, sitting on your lap, holding your arm, snuggling. Oh, oh. and how does Christian, our youngest? So Caleb and Christian are their names, and yeah. our youngest one, Christian, he's eight. And he's still working on pronouncing some of his sounds, so his G sounds and his K sounds. So when he says, let's snuggle, it's it. say how he says Let's it. snuddle, Papa. Let's snuddle. It's snuddle. A, it's, it's a so D. Oh, it's, it's adorable. And I mean, what do you do with that? You yeah. go snuggle, of course. Yes. Um, I, I just didn't expect that. Yeah. I didn't, especially from boys. Yeah, um, but I agree. They didn't have it. They didn't have that affection. And so yeah. affection of a father and a mother, I mean, I get it. I totally understand it. Um, but it was something I didn't expect, and it's an absolute joy. Yeah, and you're yeah. you're naturally, I would say, not a super s- initiating snuggly person. I'm not a snuggly person. <laughs> yeah. We will snuggle, and you will snuggle and snuggle me because you know I love it. Right. But you're not naturally. And so having these two boys who are constantly wanting to snuggle with you and hug you and hold your hand, it's adorable for me to see. I feel like it's bringing out this kind of tender, more like oh. this, it's bringing out more of that side okay. in you, which right. we all benefit from. <laughs> Okay, so it's really about you. Oh, it? yes, yes, okay. all about me. All right. Okay, that's a super sweet joy. Anything else? Um, I know there's so I sh- many. I already shared the other ones about like hunting and yeah, know, outdoor yeah. stuff that I now have partners with. I mean, that's awesome. And then sports, like being able to go watch your boys play sports. I mean, it's and that was, that was something that only comes with an instant family, right? We Older the, kids. We skipped the baby stage. We're yeah. right to the soccer field. Yes. It's, it's Crazy, but they just kind of jumped right in, and we're still of the younger age-ish. Younger, you know, we, so he's younger, so we round our marriage age down to his. Always. I mean, I mean, I'm coaching <laughs> football and other things that 
I would never, ever have done right. had it not been for having these boys in our mm-hmm, lives. Or mm-hmm. I would have had to wait 12 years. Right, right. right. Like so, if we got pregnant and things worked out, it would still be so long. So it's kind of sweet to be yeah. instantly It's an absolute pleasure. Stage. Like those are those are such fun times that, that parents look forward yeah. to. Um, and here we are. Yes. We're already here. Um, one of the challenges is um, – one of them, I won't name names – is <laughs> a little bit more messy. Um, hands and fingers oh. and food and things and ah, just is hard for me when he's eating. At the this is table. a very real, down to earth day to day, sanctifying work that God is doing in your heart. But he loves to snuggle and touch you, so it's like, oh, Papa, how's it? Oh, that's my suit or whatever. Like with the sticky fingers, oh, yeah, gosh. yeah, yeah. Hey, bud, don't touch when you've got greasy fingers. Let's wash I hands. mean, literally, like just covered in crumbs and grease, and you're like, it's oh. usually at meal times because he he likes to like. Pick his food. No names and now. No, no, no names. names. No Pick names. food. Yeah. And then he, you're right, sit right next to him, so he always wants to reach over and like rub your arm. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. And I, you're learning. I love you, be- Papa. Like, oh, I love you too. You know? Like, I do. I do love you. I love you so much. Just don't touch me with greasy fingers, man. Ah, so... Petty, 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 petty thing. Like, oh, my wa- goodness. Right? Clothes can be washed. I mean, if that's the Clothes worst of washed. your challenges... That's not bad. Well, I didn't say worse. That's true. That's I didn't true. Say worse. I mean, another challenge I don't know that comes to mind for me is just we now not only have the joys of parenthood, but the responsibility, the weight, the yeah. weight of the realness of like we are responsible in every way for these kids, for their health, their well being, like their spiritual growth, discipleship, sharing the gospel with them every day, and like getting in the word. So that I would say is something that's like a whole new level of responsibility and where we have to be so intentional and asking the Lord every single day for help to be gracious, loving parents who are intentional and view throughout the day the opportunities that we have to speak into their lives and like guide them and train them. It is just a 24-7 thing. And that Never is something, yeah, that we didn't have before. And it's like, okay, <clears throat> we're instantly in this. And I know just being intentional in that can be hard sometimes. But you do a great job. They're not our dog. Sadie. They're we can be way like, different than a dog. Absolutely. Be like, like, oh, we'll deal with her later. Yeah. She like, can just do her thing. Nope. We actually have to address that right now. Right. Let's have that conversation. I'm tired. I'm a little bit. Uh, yeah. And struggling we with gotta, my patience right now. We got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what does that do? It, it, it actually grows all of us and matures all of us. Yeah. Sanctification is a beautiful thing. And, you know, honestly, we're getting yeah. opportunities for sanctification. Yeah. Having these boys that we would have never gotten before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a big deal. It's totally. A, never, never stops. Practically, because I know some people watching, listening who have kids might want to know, even from like a husband's perspective, what do you find helpful in discipleship for the boys? I know you have like some weekly routines with them that are really meaningful. Maybe share a little bit about that and other things that you find helpful in discipling your kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple things. Um, one, um, Kristen is super intentional. Most of the time I'm getting ready for work in the morning, but doing Bible time together mm. in the morning, um, is a great discipleship opportunity. Reading story Bibles with lots of pictures. Um, that's where we're at that they can still grasp like what's going on. And all the stories are still almost brand new to them, right? Yeah. They're still learning so many of the things that, um. that have happened, um, Mm-hmm. In scripture. So, um, that's a, that's a big deal. And then the boys and I both, we have a weekly breakfast. So I take one of them out so sweet. every week. 
So it's an every other week thing for each of them. Um, and I just spend 30, 45 minutes with them. We might read a Bible story. We might talk about a specific discipleship um, situation that week that is important to address. Um, I, I just give them, give them an open door for asking questions, whatever yeah. might be on their mind, whether it's girls or, you know, uh, food or God or, you know, heaven or whatever. Like yeah. those are the, it's literally like Anything. I try and, I try and throw ideas out for them because I want that to be an open conversation with them that mm-hmm. just continues. Well, hopefully forever, at least until they leave our house, but yeah, as much as possible. Um, and then, um, I think the, the hunting hobby, whether it's that or something else, like that's a great opportunity yeah. for discipleship. Um, you have one-on-one time or one-on-two time. Um, there's patience involved. There's, there's uh, decision-making. There's um, hard, wet, cold things mm-hmm. that happen. Challenges that um, they face. Yeah. They're, they're just, if I'm not specifically telling them something, they're picking it up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you're doing something with them. I think, I just they're think watching. that, that quality time, whether it's that or something else is just super important. Yeah. And I didn't realize it, it was going to be mm. as important as I believe it is now. And so. how much they want it. I know. Yeah. And something my mentor shared with me that has been huge. And this was early on, right after we adopted the boys and I was just asking her for parenting advice. And she said that just you need to be just as focused on building a relationship with your kids as you are on discipling and training them. Mm. And she was saying, you know, as Christian parents, we want to be so intentional in our discipleship, in our training, raising them up to know the Lord that sometimes we can diminish how important the the relationship and discipleship can be mm. very relational, as you just said, but sometimes it can just be instructive and we lose sight of of investing time quality time in the actual relationship. And she was saying those two things need to be equal, like mm. equal amounts on both sides and they can be combined. But it was just eye opening for me to realize, Oh, you know, as I think about my day with the boys, how, how much quality time did we spend together or were we just functioning in our to do's and instruction and okay, onto the next thing and the, the checklist of the day. And, and I'm losing sight of actually investing in them and like even having a little fun together here and there throughout mm-hmm. the day. Um, you know, doing big things like hunting that's like a big separate thing which is awesome um and so good but like you said that relationship investing in it i think that is where so much of the discipleship opportunities come out of and it's just more natural and you're actually building a bond together yeah absolutely you're way more fun than i am she, oh she i don't know if job. they would agree with that like, i mean she, you gotta do they all think the you are so and all fun. the hard things and like <laughs> you're with them all day and i get to come home and like let's go do something you know like, whatever outside after after i get home from work and yet i still get pictures throughout the day and she's like oh we did this and we made this craft and we did this and i'm like mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. you're a lot of fun i would not have done that <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm just doing all the things I love to do as a kid. Like, kids, let's do this. And they're uh, like, yeah, they always love any, any idea I have. They just they automatically it. love it. So it's kind of like every idea I have is a win, which is oh, kind of nice. Yeah. So, okay. In kind of slowly wrapping up here, what are some really cute things? Like you mentioned the snuggling, anything else that the boys do that's just cute that we now get to enjoy as parents? I'm When I get home from work, the fact that they've, they've kind of dropped off of this, but for a while there, they would shoot me with it. 
Nerf darts. Oh, they would hide they would and wait, wait and ambush and you. And I'd come in the front door, yeah. get hit with Nerf darts. Mm-hmm. That was kind of fun. <laughs> but the greetings when I get home is yes. just so cute. Like, Poppy! You know, they call me Poppy or Papa, right? <laughs> Poppy! It's kind of like a squeal slash, you know, little like high-pitched. Like, yes. Oh, it's just too much. Yes. Um, I mean, I, again, I think the affection is just so, so <clears throat> fun. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Nothing else is coming to mind. Yeah. I mean, they're just cute, cute they're boys. They're so cute. I, I love their enthusiasm for everything. Oh, that's a good like, one. Like yeah. if we, they are so expressive and they, it's like, f- like if we say, boys, tonight, and we have like a surprise, like we're going to go out to dinner or we're going to go do this fun thing together or we're going to watch this movie or play this game or whatever. Or if in the day I'm like, hey, let's go to the store and we're going to get a craft and come home and do it. No matter what it is, if it's like anything, they are so excited. They will even like, like this. They'll look, yeah, and like huge eyes and then smiles and yeah, and like they'll, they'll shout with joy. They'll jump up and down. Yeah. It's just like they're so expressive and I'm really expressive and I never am imagined like you were kind of adopting. doing it right there you were getting really I was like kind of getting into the moment <laughs> thinking of like yes and so I don't know if like it seems this is how they were even before in Ukraine some of it may be part of like the culture of our family yeah. we're both like pretty enthusiastic people but they are just so excited about everything and so it makes everything we do they just bring so much joy and energy and happiness to everything we do because of their enthusiasm sure. so that's sure. something that yeah I did not expect and Especially with two boys, two older boys. Like, oh, this is, man. Yeah. yeah they're absolutely. the sweetest. Okay. So, this is kind of a big question. You don't have to get into the details, mm. but people will often ask if we are planning to adopt more kids. Are mm. we hoping to have biological kids? Are we thinking our family of four is finished? Where are we at in this process? Sorry, that's a secret. All right, <laughs> no, we're, we're always open to what God would have for us. Yeah. I mean, we ain't stopped trying, have we? We're we always trying, stop trying. Never stop trying. Biological children. So <laughs> yeah. um, if the Lord would give us biological mm-hmm. children, we'd love that. Um, the door on adoption isn't closed. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? No, that's that's really where we're at. I mean, we are always open to biologicals. Like we said, we're, we're never not trying. Till I hit menopause, we will be trying. Um, but we're really open to whatever God would have for us. We we would love more kids, to be honest. Like, we would love that. So whatever God would have, we're prayerful, we're open, and we'll see where the future leads. There you go. Babe. That's where we are. That's where we are. Thank you so much for being yeah. here today, for Thanks sharing. For this was fun. We hope you guys enjoyed this. If you appreciate this conversation. <laughs> if you like the Girl Defined show, leave us a thumbs up, leave us a five-star rating. Um, ha- come hang out over with us on Instagram if you're not already there, at Girl Defined. That's where we'll chat and just continue conversation. If you have more questions for Zach, drop them in the comments, drop us a DM, and I'll be sure to ask you and you can get back to the sisterhood Perfect. on those questions. I'll be back to you. All right. We love you guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Girl Defined Show. I hope it was fun. I hope it was enjoyable. Just a little bit of a peek inside of our lives. If you appreciate this episode, if you love what we're doing here at Girl Defined in general, would you please take 30 seconds to leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening? Spotify, Apple, you guys, it really makes a huge difference in exposing our podcast to other people, in, in pushing it out so other women can find it and be encouraged and come along this journey with all of us as the sisterhood. So if you've never done that, would you do that? Out really quick for us. That can be a little gift, a little way of saying thanks for the show. Um, it also encourages us when we see your reviews, your comments, your suggestions. Um, we love interacting with you and hearing from you. So if you could take a quick sec to do that, 
That would be awesome. And again, if you want to take a deeper dive into all things trusting God, if you want a deeper dive into our adoption story and what it looks like to really find fulfillment, peace, contentment in the midst of disappointments, unfulfilled longings, then grab a copy of Not Part of the Plan, Trusting God with the Twists and Turns of Your Story. I, My sister and I wrote that book to be an encouragement specifically for all of us as we walk through those seasons, and we all have them. Um, Life can be so hard, and there can be such discouraging things that can happen. And sometimes it can even feel like a crisis of faith, like, wow, God, where are you in the midst of this? And I remember feeling that myself um, after my third miscarriage. And I share that whole process of wrestling, going to the word, finding comfort and um, stability in the foundation of who God says he is in his character. And I share all about that and not part of the plan. Um, So if you would find that encouraging, grab a copy. You can find it at girldefined.com slash shop or wherever books are sold. Thanks guys again for tuning in. If you like this episode or past episodes, please share with a friend, pass the word on. I can't wait to chat with y'all next time.